Yeah. Welcome back, everybody, to the Back to the Root podcast, where we discuss urban culture. We challenge our generation with thought-provoking topics. And we stay rooted in truth to to grow grow our our expression. expression. We are back after a long season of not being here. We back like the Buffalo Bills, and we about to take over the game. Well, the Buffalo Bills haven't fully won yet, but you know, we're speaking it, saying that they're going to be champions, and when they're champions, we're champions. Actually, I don't even know if... Ben is a Buffalo Bills fan, but you know what? We're back. It's Back to the Root Podcast. It's your boy, Brian G. And Ben Vasquez. What's up? What up, what up? So we back. We excited for a whole new season. Uh, If you're new to the podcast, welcome. If you guys have been rocking with us from the beginning, we love you guys. You guys are like family, and I hope you guys enjoy a lot of the new stuff that we are going to be releasing. Um, We feel the Lord is going to really bring something powerful uh, in this time of 2021. And so we're excited for all these new topics, but let's just hop right into it. You know, this topic right here that we have is near and dear to both Ben and I's hearts. This is something we grew up on and so we want to start off the 2021 with a bang so start off with the question of what is chh that's a good question man um you know it's interesting because i think even this concept chh hasn't been around that long you know it's fairly new right and i i grew up in hip-hop right and uh my whole life and it's been interesting to see what CHH means now as a label, as a hashtag on all social media platforms. And um, I'll say I think CHH is a movement. It's something that has come from many, many people in the past who have been pioneers uh, in hip-hop culture that gave their lives to the Lord, that maybe served as pastors or still do, or people in ministry um, that uh, recognized and had a call to re- that they received that was like, I'm not just, um, you know, called to do this or that, but the Lord can use my music, the Lord can use my talent. Um, and what it has was created from a secular background can now uh, be used for God's glory. I would say that boldly. And so for people who really stand for Christ, who know, who know Jesus, uh, CHH is Christian hip hop. Is it's the idea of this hip hop culture that we come from can uh, be redeemed in the sense that now we have believers who are speaking out on their faith uh, through this culture. Amen. You know, hip hop is a culture. It's not a fad. It you know, it's not something that came and and went. It's something that actually has evolved over time, grew to become international, and is a big deal. And it's like its own culture, but then it embraces and even just kind of cross-pollinates with other cultures. That's so and good. so me being a missionary in Asia and in many countries, I got to see hip-hop and all different types of cultures in different countries, but I also got to see Christian hip-hop in different you know ways as well. They got Christian hip-hop all the way in Australia, you know, shout out to Australia, New Zealand. You know, here in America, too, I think we've uh, paved the way for a lot of different things. And, um, yeah, to me, Christian hip-hop is about someone that can share the light of their wit- their story, you know, their testimony, their witness uh, through this culture, and that the music they make is to give glory back to God, not to themselves. I'll clearly say that now, right, for young people coming into CHH because I think 
you know, you can come from the world or come from a place where, you know, rap by itself really is to worship yourself, like, on on its own, you know, like, it's, you know, most music is, you know, you become the idol of your music, of your craft. Um, but I think the one thing we have to keep in mind is that when we choose to use something like rap, we want to give the glory back to God. And that's, to me, what differentiates someone who's, like, represents Christian hip-hop well. You know, is that they're not up on stage uh, talking me, 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 um, but they're up there to be grateful and give God the glory and testify to the powerful change that's in their life because of Christ. Wow, that's so good, man. I'll say this, like, um, for me, I, like I said, I'm not I'm not an old OG. I'm a young G. I'll call myself a young G. I'm 31 now, and uh, I've been involved in hip-hop since 1996, and... Um, my role in this whole thing to play is I my element is actually b-boying. You know, I'm a breakdancer. I've I've traveled all over the world for breakdance competitions. I've judged some really big uh, world breakdance competitions, um, and that that was kind of my element. And I also would rap here and there, kind of dab and dip and dab in it. You know, when you're a dancer, you also appreciate music, right? So you really get into it. Um, but like something that God's really used me to do is to find other people around the world who, who are involved in Christian hip-hop. And so for y'all that know, I'm plugging, I guess, myself in this, but we have a, we have another podcast too, right? Brian's been on that too, of Switch to Culture, and that's all about finding people who do hip-hop uh, and use their secular platform to actually bring the gospel to people. And so it's just it's just amazing. I think CHH is on its way to continue to grow into something great. Earlier, I, I lost a uh, train of thought for a second. Earlier, I said, like, people have pioneered hip-hop, uh, Christian hip-hop. You got early people like Cross Movement and just really, like, the OGs, I think, of the first people that I heard ever rap about Jesus on a track um, who've kind of paved the way where Christian hip-hop back then used to sound really corny in some sense of, like, it was uh, not as attractive you know, to the world, it was like, it was, it was, it's like that, it's like when the church gets their hands on something at first and they try to churchify it, you know, and it's like, let's do this, but the world, the world didn't respect it, the people who were not believers, it did, that, that music didn't speak to them, but something's happened over time with CHH where, to me, it's not even about the talent, it's about the person, it's about the character of the rapper themselves, that they've been able to bring such a powerful witness through their music that now even the world is attracted to it because it's absolute truth, right? It's this, it's this, it's you're drawing people in through your authenticity. So I think in the past, again, not to knock on churches, but in the past, we've tried to churchify stuff and make things not as realistic as it really is, right? Because we want to make it safe. We want to put it in, you know, in a box and, and, and put Jesus on the front label where um, there's been a lot of people that have come out of the culture that have just received Jesus and they write a song for the first time and it's a true expression, you know, of their conversion, of them following Christ. And there's just something special about that. So I think I would honestly say like CHH has such a great platform now to honestly a lot of it sounds better than even regular secular rap because now like the tables have turned right like secular rap is all about being fake and rapping about stuff you don't have or you know pretend you have 
and it's all about the pursuit of money and all this kind of stuff, right? You know, and but Christian hip hop, I think in essence is about authenticity, rapping about who you are, not what you have, and I can respect that a lot. I think something that you also said, Ben, was really good. Um, how, especially in the early days, people tried to put a label on it and just like label a church. I think that that's mm-hmm. where it turned off a lot of people too, because God is not a label. God is a lifestyle. And I think that's where a that's lot good. of stuff was, um, differentiated. And then as time went on, when people stopped putting it as a label and started putting it as a lifestyle, you started seeing the difference. You started seeing more people respect it, especially a lot of people coming up. Like one of the people that, um, I respect or the groups I respect is the God over money movement is that they, they're mm-hmm. real, they're raw with what they're saying, but they always bring it back to the Bible. They let their lives reflect of what Christ has done in them. They just don't stick a label on it and say, Oh, the, the, the we're, uh, we're a movement for Christ. It's like they, they let their mm-hmm. um, lives, they let their um, words speak. Yeah, your testimony, yeah. your witness. That's what that's what the witness is. You know, and those people see them, right? Those those OGs and gangsters and you know gang members that come out of that movement that represent Christ now. Like all their peoples, they know. They know who they were, right? And um, it's a it's a it's an ongoing conversation, right? Because it's. At the same time, I know there's judgment. You know, there's a lot of people that see them and they're like, "Oh yeah, that dude's not really changed. Oh, that guy's not really saved. Oh, watch, he'll come right back around, right?" And th- there's this war. It's a reality of like sometimes people do fall again. Sometimes people do leave. I've I've seen Christian young kids who grow up in the church become a Christian hip hop artist and then don't feel the love, so then they go to secular music, right? And it's this it's this battle. It's a war because, um, you know. You have to have your testimony, but you also have to have your character. And so I think the potential that CHH has is to really raise up warriors for Christ that are going to reach places that most people can't go to. Um, but they have to have that support, too. And that's for a whole nother conversation because Brian knows I like to get really deep in this oh, stuff. Oh, yeah, but, for sure, for sure. Um, that's my that's my heart, man, absolutely, that, that I support CHH as a movement. I support a lot of... The young artists that are coming up through it and we want to keep that going we want to keep seeing positivity spread we want to keep seeing the gospel spread and it's so true and um i will we'll hit on this topic a little bit later as well but just for the fact that this is why again we go back to the root of just we need to be biblically uh, found it. We need to have a biblical foundation to note that, hey, no one is perfect. You know what I'm saying? CHH has a lot of good stuff, but it also has a lot of stuff that's in the dark that people are starting to see more and more of just um, cutting connections or people not being able to lift each other up. That's more secular mindsets. In this instance, a lot of people are leaving CHH. A lot of young people, like Ben was saying, have been hurt because of stuff that's been happening. But one thing to always remember, and you'll see that as a lot in a lot of the OG people who are still in Christian hip hop, um, that are biblically rooted and biblically founded, they'll always point it back to Christ. They're saying we've been hurt a lot, but we always look to Jesus. We always go back to God because God is the one that builds our foundation, and God will be the one. Um, you hear this a lot in Christian hip hop as well. It's like you have to make your own doors, in a sense that that is true. But another sense is that we can't always. 
um, be the one to open that door. We can't always be the one to put everything on us. Like, oh, I have to get the connections. I have to get this. I have to get it's like, no, no, no. At the end of the day, if we follow Christ, Christ will be the one to open up the doors. Christ will be the one to make the connections. If we keep him in the center, God will take you to the places that you need to go. But you have to be faithful and know that he is the one that opens up all the doors. Because the time that we decide to be the ones masters of our own life, it's basically what the Bible says, pick your master. The moment that we decide to be the master is the moment that we have already failed and we go back to being the servant. We're no longer in control. Now Now it's, it's more effective. Now we're back at the ground instead of going where the Lord wants us to go in a sense of, we want to be, we we want as believers in Christ to follow God let him be the master and then so we can be serving him but knowing that our master will not lead us astray when we become our own master and demote ourselves at that point we're stuck with nobody. We're stuck with nothing. We don't know where to go. We don't know what to do. And so that's why it's so important to each and every single person, again, to have this biblical foundation. That's And that's what we're here to do. What Ben and I feel the Lord has called us to do is to bring everyone back, to go to, go to the root of what Christ is speaking, to the Bible, to a prayer, um, to communion with the Lord, and just go always back to him. And so that's basically, so uh, Ben, that was really good, man. I thought that was good. And like I said, uh, we're going to touch into more of the CHH culture deeper in a couple, in another, in another episode. Um, but yeah, honestly, what CHH means to me is I, I grew up in the church, you know what I'm saying? I grew up as, um, and you hear in the testimony when, and I think episode one or two, if you haven't, you got to go back there and check it out. But anyway, instead of plugging, um, so I grew up in the church, grew up Catholic, and then uh, learned about Jesus when I was like 9 to 10 years old. I found my first Christian hip-hop uh, song, my first real one. The first one I heard was not <laughs> it was not legit, and that's my personal opinion. But the second song I heard was from Trip Lee. And Trip Lee, this dude, if you guys know him, he is, in his, in his old days, I... I loved his music, how gritty he was and how he just represented Christ and how it wasn't just a gangster trying to rap. It was a dude that was changed by Christ. And now he is speaking on the change that God has done to him. And so um, his first album that I heard, it was, I believe the name was, and I might be corrected, um, is that If They Only Knew. And so, um, and then one of the songs in there that I heard was Jesus Music. And so with him and Lecrae riding, riding with my top down, listening to that Jesus music, you know, it's just like I heard that and something clicked in my house like, oh, snap, this dude is the real deal. So I started listening to more of his music. So I started seeing, listen to Who You Roll With, Cash of Christ. And so all these different types of songs like, yo, this is crazy. So I started researching more. That's when I met, um, not met, that's when I learned about the whole 116 click movement. Show Baraka, Tadashi, you had um, Jason, Lecrae. You had all these dudes that I, I heard cross movement as well. So I started getting more into it deeper and I started to realize yo, there's, there's a huge movement of people who just love Jesus and just want to praise and worship God. And then with that, I started listening to it more. And then I started getting into rap. After that, I started to rap. My element is rap. So I'm a rapper. I've been rapping for almost 16 years now. Um, and so a lot of it came up from, you know, I felt the Lord gave me a talent. And then listening to those dudes, I was like, yo, th this is possible. I'm hearing these guys and these guys are dope. Like I, I want to be able to you know, represent Christ in every single way, shape or form that I can. But with that, it comes to a thing where it's now you see, especially in a lot of churches, Christian hip hop was frowned upon because they felt like uh, people were mimicking the world. 
And so it's just like, you know, like Ben was saying in the beginning. They had a hard time accepting it. Yeah, I mean, all these years in the real development of CHH has been the struggle to be accepted by the church while the, while, while the world welcomed them in, um, you know, a lot of politics and a lot, I think a lot of, I think CHH could have been a lot farther than it is now if the church would have supported it in the beginning. Yeah, for sure. And I agree with you. And I think that, like you were saying, the world had more of like, oh, wow, this is dope, where the church is like, oh, no, we want that out. I think that that's been the, and that's probably another topic we can talk about too, how the church has really, in a sense, failed um, because the, the word of God says that um, God, God was here to come for the broken. You know what I'm saying? The the people who feel well don't need a physician. It's the people who don't feel well that need the physician. And so in the sense that the church needs, they should be opening up their doors to everything. You know what I'm saying? And to listen, to hear what the Lord is doing. And so, but the church, they closed the, they closed the doors on them. So then in that sense, I feel like that's why a lot of people and CHH is so broad now because it didn't have the backing of the church. It had the backing of the people outside in the world. And so it, it, it's a sense where it, it's kind of broken in a sense um, from when you see it. I just thought it, I just thought of something too, like how many churches would welcome John the Baptist in to preach on a Ooh, Sunday? Oh, people don't want to hear that, man. Dressed the way mm. he is, the way he's smelling, the way he's looking, because I'm going to be real, rappers are basically like John the Baptist of the streets, you know? Um, and it's like how many nice, fancy, you know, black painted stages with the lights and the fog machines are going to invite John the Baptist to bring the word on a Sunday? Because... That's basically what, that's how it goes down. You know what I mean? Like, there, there's a lot of rough people that come from rough backgrounds that are radically saved and ready to lead hundreds to Christ. But um, people don't utilize them and, 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 and take these people in. And it's a huge problem. It's true. And, you know, it's like, man, that's so good, Ben. I'm like, whoo, y'all, this, uh, it, will you invite John the Baptist into your church, basically? And so, and I think I heard a testimony of a pastor who I think he was becoming the new pastor and he dressed in rags. And so pe people were like disgusted by him when they saw him and no one wanted to talk to him or anything like that. And then when they went to announce the new pastor, he walked up there and everyone was shocked. And then he was just like, this is one of the reasons why I did this was to see where people's hearts were at. Because people look at the outer appearance, but God is the one that looks on the inner appearance. And so that's why it's so important. We shouldn't be judges of what the way people talk, the way people dress, um, the way people act. Because it's the heart that the Lord sees. And if the Lord has chosen that person, if the Lord has spoken life on that person, why should we deny them just because we don't understand them? That's the biggest thing, too. It's just like the church doesn't understand the, the, the hip-hop culture. And so automatically, all they hear is from all, like, oh, drugs, money, sex, weed, like, oh, those are hooligans or th those are people that's that. Why are we so focused on what the world paints instead of focusing on what the Lord can do? Because that same person that you're denying and pushing out the door is the same person that the Lord could have came to in a dream and changed their life radically. And so now that they're on fire for Christ and they're looking to do something, but because you see how they dress and how they talk, now you deny them and throw them out the door. That's not the church. That's not what the Bible talks about should be the church. The church doesn't say, come to me as you are when you have perfect English, when you can dress a certain way, when you can do this, when you can do that. No, no. When you're perfect in form and, and nothing is wrong. Okay. No, no, no. Come in. That's good. No, the Lord says, come to me as you are. 
Come to me as you are, and I will use you. You think that the disciples were, uh, the way that they talked, the way that they acted? You, you think? I feel like the Lord picked each and every single disciple to show that I can use whoever I want. He literally chose the bottom of the barrel, bro. Let's be honest. Like, he chose all the people that you would, they're not, they're not LeBron James and Kobe, bro. They, he didn't pick the top, the top roster, mm. you know what I'm saying? That's right. But those men, those men were used mightily, like beyond the people that have prepped or been ready. You know, like Jesus could have picked some of the top Pharisees if he wanted to, that had all the knowledge and all the goodies and all that stuff, but he didn't. Oh, that's, oh man, man, that's so good. Oh, because it, it, it's true. He could have picked the people who were the most knowledgeable, the pro most proper. No, no, no. He purposely picked from the bottom of the barrel. Why? Why, why, why would the God of the universe do that? So it's it, it's a thing where it's just like God uses so he, because He's the one who gets the glory, and that's where people are messed up. That's where people are not thinking. God will use whoever He wants to use. It could be a person that speaks great. It could be a person that's like, "Yo, what's good?" It could be a person of another language. It, it does not matter. When will appearances stop being so important to the church? We sh we need to start looking at the heart and looking for the heart because if someone, I'm just being plain honest. You know what I'm saying? If someone comes up to me, they could be in the dirtiest rags or anything like. That, like, yo, I want to do something for Jesus. Let's go. Let's go change this world. Let's go do something more. Let's go preach the gospel because people are looking for Christ. And if we're so stuck on appearances, we're never going to go anywhere. I'm just being honest. There's going to be people in the streets. There's going to be people all around the world. There's going to be people in different cultures. You think that people, um, certain cultures in Africa, in Asia, in South America, why? It's because they have rags on them. People aren't going to take a second look. Oh, it's good for a missionary picture, but it's not good enough to start a movement, right? Come on. Come on. That's, mm. oh, man, I'm about to start. <laughs> oh, man. It's, it, it's a th so it's basically the same thing with CHH. You know what I'm saying? It's just like we need to stop. We need to leave the labels at home and start bringing Jesus back into it. We need to start bringing Jesus fully into it. And, and another thing as well that, that's been a big thing with CHH is that when you, when you hear CHH, what do you think about? You think about only rap. There's so many different elements in hip-hop, and that's something we're going we're gonna to touch on um, in a later episode as well. But there's so many elements in hip-hop. Why are we just putting it on one element of rap? Why are we doing that? We should be fully focused on every single element. If it's truly Christian hip hop, we should be focused on every single element, not just rap. It's not just rapping here. And God is bringing unity where we're causing division. And we're not even noticing that we're causing division. And so God is everywhere in his word. He talks about unity amongst the body of Christ. And for all one body, why are we separating the body? Let's bring the body together so we can fully function as one body under him. And so... No, so 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 that, right uh, <laughs> that's for another episode. But um, but I just wanted to. I think we got about twenty episodes right. <laughs> so if you guys want to hear more, this is for another episode, another one. <laughs> if you guys want to hear more, definitely keep listening. Um, because we got a lot more. We got a lot to say in twenty twenty one. It's gonna be awesome. Like like I said, Ben has his own podcast with Switch the Culture. We had this podcast of Back to the Root. So if you guys want to hear more on this topic, just stay tuned and listen. But um. But especially with this one, just really going back to the um, thing when I was saying was just that um, a lot of churches re rejected, you know, Christian hip hop. Now, there is some churches. I think one of them is Elements Church, which is fully a hip hop, a Christian hip hop church. I think that's awesome. I forget the pastor's name, but I think what, what he's doing is awesome and amazing and how uh, they're really bringing the culture into the church. Um, but just uh, just to speak a little bit about like can Christian hip hop be 
you know, biblical. And so I just want to read um, in Psalm 150. And so it says, praise the Lord, praise God in his sanctuary, praise him in his mighty heavens, praise him for his mighty deeds, praise him according to his excellent, great, uh, excellent greatness, praise him with trumpet sound, praise him with lute and harp, praise him with uh, tambourine and dance, praise him with strings and pipe, praise him with sounding cymbals, praise him with loud clashing cymbals, let everything that has breath praise the Lord, praise the Lord. It, it speaks right there. Literally, God is saying whatever. Literally, everything that has breath, praise his holy name. And so we have breath, right? We're in this movement. We're in this culture, and we have breath. The word of God says, let everything that has breath praise the Lord. So let's continue to praise him and worship him. And don't try to, don't try to hinder someone else's praise just because you don't understand it. Let them praise the Lord. Now, it's different if someone's not talking about Christ, like Ben was saying in the beginning. If they're not, if they're not representing Christ, if they're not talking about Christ, and they're just talking about positive things. There's a sense of balance that we need to bring Christ in. And fully everything. And now uh, you can speak positive, but don't but don't let the positive over overtake the biblical. Because we're still here with one purpose. We're here to preach Jesus. We're here to represent Christ in every way, shape, or form. And so we gotta make sure that, that there's still a praise in that. Um, but yeah, guys, so it's just so so basically with that, you know, CHH, what it means, what it means to us. Um, and we're gonna dive more into it as more episodes get along, but just just as just just as a couple of even thoughts right here that there are so many elements to see within hip hop we cannot just keep it to one if we truly want to expand and make the culture more united we need to unite and break culture stereotypes and so as the culture of christian hip hop grows I think more of the stereotypes will be gone. And I think that as more of that grows, we can start spreading the word of Jesus out in even more of a multitude. It's not even just stereotypes. Um, it's, it's, it's tradition, right? Like church tradition. Um, that Bible verse you used, I think some people might hear that and be like, well, how does he even connect the dots to that, like with hip hop at all? Like the verse you used. And I, what I got from that verse personally was like, God's asking us to praise his name with everything we have every breath we have everything of our like like church tradition right um there's no such thing as a christian guitar right or instrument there's no christian drums and all of a sudden now it's straight you know what i'm saying to use guitars secular brand guitars like use instruments to praise his name um a, a while back if i recall it wasn't, right? There was hymns, strict hymns. God could only be worshipped by your voice. This was church tradition, right? This was like, oh, you know, you got a guitar, that's of the devil. And so we, we left that mindset, and now we're in a different mindset. What changed? Did the person on stage that's praising change? No, they didn't. Church tradition changed. And so we have to understand that to be the same thing with these young kids that are coming up and rapping, like, you should empower that kid to rap on stage one day to open up your service, right? He's not just a kid to be. And I, I apologize if we're sounding rough. Me and me and um, Brian come from this culture. We've been hurt by people. And we're speaking very much through our experience. We're not judging or trying to be complainers on this podcast today. And so I'm saying that with realness. So like I'm trying to say is like you, you have to value the people in your church, um, because, yeah, they're not just used for your youth group 
or some big event or outreach, right? Like they're a worshiper exactly, of spirit and yes. truth. The same way the worship leader is on stage. Um, and they actually have even a wider platform than the person on stage because they have the community. And so, yeah, I wanted to, to kind of conclude things today too with um, just praying, praying with y'all. Because again, I'm, me and Brian's heart, we're not here to point fingers and complain and yap yap about how the church needs to step up. We're here to say, let's, let's all step up together and um, support creative artists, CHH as a movement, because the church has to get behind it um, so that the world can be influenced by it. Um, yeah, so I just wanted to pray. Usually we have a challenge thing. Me and Brian was talking, and we just wanted to kind of switch it up uh, today. And instead of leaving a challenge, I think what's greater to leave is an encouragement and an empowerment by us. And so I'm about to just pray right now. And if you, you know, you're listening, just come in agreement. You might be a, a CHH rapper yourself um, or involved in that in some way, or you might be a pastor of a church, whoever you are, like, please um, just come in agreement and let the Lord you know, speak to you. God, I just thank you so much for our podcast today. I thank you, Lord, that you are in control. You're a creator, God. You created the heavens and the earth. You created us, Father God. You created the very voice in our being, Lord God, to worship you, Father God, that everything that we do, you know, every that everything that have breath, praise the Lord. We speak right now over anybody contemplating like, hey, should I get involved in CHH? Is this for me? Should I start trying to write some tracks? Or maybe you even got some inspiration already, but you don't know what to do next. Lord God, I pray you would pour out your vision upon these creative lives that they'll know, man, I could... I could rap or I could record this or this could be something. Maybe you just put it on SoundCloud. Maybe you put it on Spotify. Maybe you give it to your you know, church worship leader. Who knows? But I just pray for the young upcoming people that feel called to this culture, that have a ministry prepared for them. Lord, give it to them clearly, God. Anoint yes, them God. and give them the voice. I pray now for the other side of the spectrum and those that are called to support this culture. I pray for pastors, I pray for church movements, I pray for church denominations, I pray for ministries and brands, Lord God, that they would be open to the truth that you are sending a new breed of revivalists and evangelists through something called hip-hop. I pray for Christian hip-hop that it would reach the ears and the eyes of people in leadership that can get behind this movement and support the young John the Baptist and Peters and the rough around the edges brothers and sisters in Christ who are equipped to reach the next generation god we just pray these things in jesus name amen amen yeah guys so as always stay rooted and keep growing boom peace